This is the Life School Podcast, episode number 107, and today we're going to talk about how to have a conversation about politics without being a polarizing jerk. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to another edition of Life School. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with Mr. Caesar Kalinowski. How are you doing, Heath? Good, man. Good to be here this week. This is the uh, this is the week where we talk about politics. Yeah, I mean, we, we say, you know, in the podcast, Life School, we're trying to help people, you know, integrate their faith and back into everyday life and how to do that and, you know. Is maybe. there a more timely topic than maybe this? It's, it's crazy. I mean, like, I, I think... I can't even believe some of the conversations I'm hearing. And I'm not talking about just Facebook. We'll talk about that too today. But I can't believe some of the stuff and the people and friends where I go like, wow, sweetest person in the world. And politics came up. And like, <laughs> yeah. wow, holy cow. It's like Scooby-Doo where they rip the face <laughs> off and it's a different person. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. So well, hopefully today we can give a little insight on how to, you know, how to have a conversation about politics or be involved in one and, you know, and not just, yeah, not just go crazy jerky on everybody. So. Yeah. I think it's it's good. It's going to be fun. I think people are going to want to hear this, and at least they'll get a few takeaways, I'm sure. I can tell you, for me, the last couple months, eh, maybe last year, last couple months for sure, I'm just exhausted like, <laughs> of seeing and hearing about politics nonstop and watching people make enemies and watching friendships fall apart. And uh, I even heard today... Uh, Buckle I was, up. I think we're just getting started. <laughs> I think so, too. And I heard a, I heard on the radio today coming over about a, a 73-year-old woman in Washington State that divorced her husband of 22 years because of how he voted in November. Marriage done. No <laughs> kidding. Not joking. It's the saddest story I've heard all day. So and I, I have to... maybe I know we try to be careful here because we don't want to offend anybody with opinions, but, like, <laughs> we're, we're, but then we're full of them. But, uh, so I'm I wonder exhausted. Which, I wonder who voted for who. Uh, tell me <laughs> yeah. later, all right? Yeah, I'll tell you off, <laughs> offline. <laughs> all right. Uh, but we're seeing these conversations on politics nonstop, and it's on TV, it's on social media, it's around our dinner tables. It's like we can't even have a conversation anymore without politics creeping in and demonizing people that disagree with us. It's the what topic you, du jour, for sure. <laughs> what know? are you noticing, man? You, you know, well, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit like you. I'm a little exhausted from it, you know. I, and I have many friends and family even. It's like, you know, I can't even watch the news anymore because it's never that good of news. But it's sure. so filtered in to this. And then we end up, to, then we end up talking about it. Yep. And it's, it's just there's no good news. <laughs> you know, there's None no anymore. gospel in there, you know. Um I'm seeing people have supercharged political conversations. Hmm. Like it ramps up, like it goes zero to a hundred. I swear so fast. And you know, it's all the time, you know, it's about what Trump said or he didn't say, or what someone has tweeted, you know, this star tweeted this about this, you know, politician, or what did she mean by it? Or this article in the wall street journal said this, it's crazy. Yeah, and, it is crazy. And I, I've ne- I don't know. You know, when I was younger, you, know, you don't care about politics or whatever. You never watch the news. Right. But then, Heck, you know, an old guy. So I've been kind of watching the news, <laughs> try to pay attention and make a difference in the world for a while now. Sure. But it's like everybody is super into this. It's it's so ramped up. And here's what's weird to me is how many believers I know get full on nasty about it, hmm. right? Because they disagree. They can't just disagree. Like someone once asked me, hey, Caesar, can there be two opinions in the room? Hmm. You know, when I was kind of being jerky about something. <laughs> it wasn't about politics in that particular moment, but that stuck to me. Like, can there be two opinions in the room? Or does there have to be like a clear winner? Someone has to leave, you know, Rocky up the stairs, you know, gloves in the air. And I'm just seeing that people go nuts. And and 
they, they can't just disagree, you know? And I, I think they fear sharing their faith in the gospel with people, right? So they say nothing. But when it comes to politics, boom. It's like, isn't that weird? Yeah. Like Christians won't talk about their faith. So we're trying to change that with life school where it's kind of integrated. But when it comes to politics, kaboom, man, I'm in there. I'll go, I'll go toe-to-toe <laughs> 10 rounds with you. It's like, how did you get so bold? <laughs> you know? yeah. it's a, everyone's bolder behind a keyboard than they yeah, are. Yeah, but I'm talking face-to-face, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been a part of conversations like where you're in a restaurant and you're just like, hey, man, hey, did you see the new Batman Superman movie or whatever? You know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's great. It's like, uh, Trump or something. It's like, <laughs> and it's really loud. And you're like, hey, man, like everybody in the convers- in the room at this restaurant is now part of our conversation. Yeah. Is that what we were you're hoping? Just welcome to everybody. Oh, my in. gosh. What do you think is... Uh, what do you think's causing this, man? What's behind all of this? I know we often talk about the thing behind the thing or even the sin behind the sin. Uh there's got to be something that's connecting all this political electricity that is, we got to figure out how to uncover it. What do you think it is? Ultimately, I think it's it's a fear. It's a fear thing, mm. believe it or not. You know, like people act all angry, but think about it, you know, that growling dog, you know, coming out of the backyard or whatever, like, <laughs> it's fear, you know, like, like a baby's in here or whatever. Mm. Um, it's fear and feeling a lack of control. Like, I want to control the world, our government, our leaders, and ultimately you and your opinions, <laughs> If I could, you know, yeah. like I want to control everything, like the truth be known. And, and I can't, and I, I intrinsically know that. So I get angry and I get aggressive. Hmm. So really, I think a lot of this heat, a lot of this, you know, energy around politics is fear and lack of control. And it's really an issue of thwarted sovereignty. Hmm. Really. That's, that's kind of what's going on. Like, like God's not in control. And so we're freaking out. Well, I'm trying to be God. Hmm. And I'm and I'm not, so I'm freaking out. In other words, oh, I could not control the outcome of that election, so I'm freaking out, and I'm just going to be anti, you know, whatever. Mm. Or, you know, that we need a third party. Or this sure. this guy in California voted for this, and I can't even believe it. And I, I you know, I got online and I totally you know, like social media up everybody, and it still went the, the other way. Hmm. And so what's happening is we want to control things, but we can't. We can't. In other words, our our really weak sovereignty is being thwarted mm. and we get upset about it. And so an outlet for that though, is maybe I can at least win w- against you. Yeah. <laughs> you know Little what I mean? micro battles. Yeah. 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 Like I, I couldn't affect the outcome of that sure. si- situation, decision, court appeal or fill in the blank, but maybe I could like fix you <laughs> yeah. or something. Right. And, and this is like kind of our God complex. And, and some people think, Oh, you're overstating. And it's like, no, I really think the energy behind all this comes back to thwarted sovereignty. Like, I mm. want to control things. I'm not, maybe I can control this conversation and win, and I'll feel just a little bit better about my godness mm. <laughs> or something. Yeah, that's good, man. It's, it's, uh, and here's another thing. Remember, our government is not the church. Yeah. Okay. I just want to tell our listeners that our government's not the church, nor is it run like a church. Mm. Okay. So why would we expect and then get freaked out by things not looking like a bunch of mature, Christian disciples are running things. Hmm. You know, I remember having this conversation with my son, who's you know just finishing up law school, really smart guy, been in Marines for ten years. You know, yeah. and 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 I'm asking about certain p- political things out there, and we, he and I can have discussions actually without freaking out. Um, but uh, he said, you know, that's what he said to me. He says, Dad, the government's not run by the church, nor is it mandated. To, you know, a certain thing. Church doesn't even get along. <laughs> you know, yeah, right, like you yeah. know, line up ten different denoms and ask them what do you think about this, and it's like ten different answers, right? Right. So we shouldn't expect it. Okay, we, you know, the church does, you know, like I said, doesn't even agree on things. Um, so just like I don't expect my, my, my little kids to make decisions as if they were me or really mature and wise, I don't think it's helpful or balanced to expect politicians to run our country like it's heaven come to earth. Yeah. Right? Like you just, it's always been interesting to me, Heath, that 
with all the stuff going on in the early church, hmm. you know, and, and what was going on, Jesus and the disciples were rolling around. Rome is ruling. They're heavy-handed. I mean, it's harsh to be a Jew, you know, yeah, in, in Jerusalem and Israel at the time. And Jesus never says, well, let's let's get out the tweet campaign, you know. Let's <laughs> let's go down by the river and, like, really complain about, you know, Caesar and, and Nero or whoever, you know, yeah. like whoever's in charge at this time, you know, uh, Pilate or whoever. It's like... And we're going to love people really, really well. Hmm. And, 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 you know, we don't expect Rome to act like this. But maybe one person at a time that can change, yeah. but not as a governmental unit. And I don't, I don't, I just, and I, I probably got people tuning out right now, but I just don't think it's helpful yeah. starting place for us to assume as Christians that the government's going to be run like it's the church, heaven come to earth. I just don't think, I don't. Well, and you know, and I love that you brought Jesus into it because very little Jesus has been brought into a lot of the <laughs> political conversations I've had lately. And I think if you're like me, Scripture does have a decent amount to say regarding this topic and how we as followers of Jesus... What it doesn't say is really loud, right? Like, we just don't see Jesus having those kind of battles. Sure. I mean, he only had three years, man. If that was super important, go after it. He had Rome to go after. <laughs> he would have had his picket signs yeah, You don't up see and... Paul doing that, right? In fact, yeah. you see Paul doing the opposite. He gets himself arrested so he can appeal to the ruler, hmm. to the emperor... So that he can preach to the guy. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's right. So, man, you're right, though. There's a ton of scripture. Like, like, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm going to do a fall Bible study here, but Romans 13, okay? Yep. It says, there's no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Hmm. That freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. So how do we feel about how this election went or didn't go? Right or the last national election when people are hearing this, but you know, pick an election. You know, <laughs> half the country didn't like it. it wasn't happy. Upcoming elections, even yeah. Yeah, right. Um, like, no authority except for God. You know, establishes it. That's interesting. So when when Paul the apostle wrote that, he was writing it at a time when this guy named Nero, who was totally godless, was the emperor. Okay, hmm. and and he that's what he says. To the, that's what that's what he's saying to like Roman people, <laughs> you know, people in those times becoming Christians. And since since this guy Nero obviously fell really short of being a perfect and godly leader, I mean, just go look up the history, we have to see that there must be no exceptions to this principle that, mm. that Paul lays down here. Namely, that God's ordained government authority, and, and here's what's important, he's ordained it as a part of his plan for his earth. Hmm. <laughs> right? He has not lost control. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Um, book of Daniel, Daniel, uh, his testimony to both Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar. Okay. These are like big, powerful leaders, right? Hmm. His, his testimony then was super clear. He, he says this, he says, the most high is ruler over the realm of mankind and bestows it on whomever he wishes. Hmm. And folks can go look that up. Daniel four and five. And he's telling the leaders this. Okay. Yeah. Just like Jesus told Pilate in John 19, you would have no authority over me unless it had been given you from above. Hmm. Isn't that amazing, man. Yeah. So, so think about it. You're you're having a conversation with your dad, or, you know, your mom, your friend, you know, whatever, or Facebook or whatever, and you're just railing on somebody because what they think or what you think of this person did. Maybe you're not even against the other person, but you're against the politician or whatever. Hmm. You know, the, the latest thing was. Are you are you thinking like, but wait a minute, God Himself must have put them in authority. Yeah. Like, so what's going on there? How's he, what's he accomplished? I mean, does that even come past our grid, hmm. you know? Because that would color our tone, don't you think? Yeah. That'd have to change it. Now, did a little digging on this, and, and let me quote this guy, this brother and theologian, Steve Cole. He says, 
uh, neither of these rulers, okay, this, this Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar guy that, that, that Daniel's talking about, uh, were believers in God, okay? And they weren't part of his sort of covenant people. They weren't. And yet Daniel and Jesus, when he's talking to Pilate, right, they, they reminded the pagan rulers that their authority that they had was not autonomous. Hmm. Huh, so maybe part of our role as believers then is as we are given opportunity is to remind even the pagan government authorities that they rule under God and are accountable to him. So in these, these conversations, just because there's so much politics talked all the time on TV, social media, around the, the, the dinner table, around the lunch table at work, what do we as followers of Jesus need to remember when these conversations come up in and they're lives. gonna they're going to yeah, <laughs> yeah. they that, will yeah it seems like yeah you, remember they used to say you don't discuss religion and politics <laughs> my grandpa still says that <laughs> you're right yeah i think it's like an unwritten rule of some sort and yet like i said earlier christians still won't talk about their faith yeah but they'll go politics now <laughs> yeah politics is the maybe religion will come back around and get its day <laughs> hopefully we're we'll just having lots of bullhorns and people <laughs> screaming at each other too you know <laughs> yeah. hopefully it goes better than the politics okay here's what i want to say on top of all that stuff we can see in scripture Here's a few things that I think will help, okay? First, lose the I got to win this sort of attitude. Hmm. And when, the, when it comes up, like you said, it's going to lose the, hey, I got to win now. You know, I got a strong opinion here. My sovereignty is not going to be thwarted. That's not good, okay, hmm. having that attitude. That's not like Jesus, not at all. Gentleness is one of the fruits that we now possess in the spirit. If we're Christians, we have the spirit. We have a spirit of gentleness. Let's try to remember that, Yeah. okay? Now, we can squelch that. I mean, just jerk out and go nuts, okay? Sure. But that's Jesus was guided by the spirit we get to be. Next, I want to suggest try and ask more questions yep. rather than, you know, just trying to prove your point. You know, like quoting every blog you've read and you know, I saw this on this news channel or whatever, you know. Hmm. Seek to really understand why another person holds the views they have. Yeah. Sometimes I'm surprised. And there's like, there was really a wound there. Or they, they got some fake news going on. They're, they're flipping out. Hey, that was already disproven. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so ask some questions. Try to understand why the person holds the view they have. And remember, they're not your enemy. Yeah. So even if you get clear on it and you go like, I just don't agree, they're not your enemy for mm-hmm. crying out loud. It's a brother. That's a sister. You know, believe it or not, that you yeah. know, creating God's image, right? Like, yeah, wow, yeah. that's another image bearer there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So another thing, try and look at the thing behind the thing for them and their opinion too. There's, mm-hmm. In other words, you find out, okay, why do they believe that? What's the thing behind the thing? You're like, they're freaking out about health care, or they're freaking about Social Security or retirement. It's like, is there a fear there? Is there an unbelief about God and his care? Hmm. Is there something they're forgetting to be true about God and the kingdom that we now live in? It's a great point to put the gospel into life, yeah. Yeah, right? And, and we, we all have sort of the thing behind the thing. So even when I get engaged in po- political conversations, there's a thing behind the thing. Hmm. It's not just like, hey, you know, clinically, I've reasoned that. X, yeah. Y, Z. There is an emotional unbelief or belief or fear or something behind that. Hmm. And I don't think people go for that. They just go for the win. But look for that. Ask questions. Try to figure out the thing behind the thing. And, and here's a big one. I hear so many arguments that are based on very partial truths, okay, that people have lapped up from the media. Sure. It's, I mean, it used to be, I think, there was so much more trust in the media and, you know, news outlets and all that. But, it, you know, it's all changed now. It's more entertainment Absolute than it's like journalism, right? And that's a huge debate I'm not going to have. But sure. but uh, I think we tend to, you know, have itching ears. And we actually tend away from true journalism and more towards the, you know, TMZ sort of political <laughs> insights, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and 
I can't believe the things that people say and then repeat that aren't even true a little. Hmm. You know, I mean, I'm not talking about just friends, but I see it on the news and they'll like jump on something and they're going nuts. They're losing their minds. Yeah. And then in a week later it comes out like that was totally fake. Yeah. Yeah. But it's everybody's still upset about it, out. you know, yeah. and now there's a billion web posts about it and people missed the clarification that that was in fact never, ever true, even a little. And yep. so that, that goes on a lot. So before getting into any conversation, you know, of depth or merit, especially ones that have a strong potential to get heated, you know, yeah. or experience pushback, I want to suggest that you really work hard to research and get both sides of an issue. Hmm. You know, we all tend to sort of build our case like, oh, I don't like this. You know, this guy's going to vote that way. And it's like, and then we just, we sort of build our case to support our opinion. Sure. But golly, if they're in a power, God put them there. Could I at least understand the other side of it? What God might be doing there? Yeah. Or is there some correction or course correction going on here? I don't know. So just listening to your favorite news channel or radio host is definitely not enough. Sure. Like we'll not just build anymore. the case. You, you got to, or I, I say, you know, keep quiet about it. <laughs> well, you know, one of the one of the ones that really resonates with me that you just mentioned was asking more questions. And I've been reading this book uh, called Jesus Asked, and it's studying how Jesus was the master of asking questions. Like, good teacher, what totally. must I do to be saved? He doesn't yeah. even get to the answer. He goes, well, why do you call me good? There's no one good. And he's constantly using questions to direct conversation and to hit at some of those undercurrents of... Yeah, in the garden. Where are you? Yeah. And the guy goes looking for me. He doesn't go, aha, busted. You ate the fruit. He's like, where are you? Yeah, exactly. Like a Did lot of questions. Did you eat the fruit I told you not to? Yeah, it's questions, right? Yeah. And so... Uh, what would Jesus look like, you think? If he, if Jesus had a Facebook or a Twitter or Snapchat or I don't know what, what social media he prefers. But hey, if, wait a minute. I follow Jesus on Twitter. Are you saying it's not the real Jesus? <laughs> I don't think so. It says real Jesus. Oh, at real Jesus. I guess I believe it. <laughs> no, does that exist? I don't even know. <laughs> so if we are called to be followers of Jesus, uh, trying to live in the ways that he's taught us to, what, would, what should we look like on social media when it comes to these political discussions? Oh, man. I, I think everything we've said so far sort of rings true sure right and there was you know when there was seeking to ask better questions being patient working hard to get both sides of the story yeah you know but i'd say amp that up a lot because now it's in writing yeah and i, I don't know about you i i i don't like sending emails for hard topics you know like mm -hmm. if, if i had to say you know i gotta talk to heath about this you know we had a little disagreement the other day it was really hard i want to talk to you face to face sure you know you or like if like we were out partying hanging out as couples and it was like you know you were like Ooh man, the way Caesar was talking to Tina the other day wasn't great in that one part. I wonder why he got so heated. I don't want to. I don't want like a series of texts from you about that. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I want you to come and just eyeball me, put a hand on my shoulder. You know what I mean? Face like put face. an arm around me. Yeah, right. And so, whatever you put to writing, it's gonna be. Mis it's so easy to be misconstrued. Hmm. It just does. Emails, texts, just like that's why people are emoticoning out. You know, it's like, hey Heath, like man, you were really a jerk yesterday. Smiley face times a million. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> so you're kidding? I wasn't really. You know, I wasn't a like, jerk. I wasn't 100 <laughs> sure. Maybe you just put the emoticon to make me. You know. Yeah. So it's so tough. And so remember all the same stuff, but also remember that I think certain mediums hmm. just suck for having certain types of conversations. That's a great point. Uh, and not everybody would agree. It's full of it, right? It's full of it out there. And now there's even talk. People are saying, should Facebook and Twitter and other you know social you know mediums out there, should they be held accountable for what's being posted? Because they're actually becoming news sources. And so much of what just average you know Joe and Jeanette are posting is fake and mean. Hmm. Should the media outlet be held accountable for it? It's like, well, I don't know how, right? But question, at least though. as brothers and sisters, at least as Christians, I want to say, hey, my suggestion is that is not a great 
place to have those kind of conversations. Yeah. I, I would I would say steer clear of it. I really would. If you want to start a private group of like, hey, I got 10 friends that just love love each other to death, and we get together and we argue about it, but we know it's all good, we love each other, yeah. but it's private, that's more like a conversation. When you post it out for the world to see, it gets immediate, because you now I have to defend myself, and sure. I know I felt slighted, I feel bad. You know, <laughs> Bible teaches that like a word in season is mm-hmm. like apples of gold set in, sil- set in silver. Hmm. Outside of that, not so much. So timing is everything. I think location is everything, man. I yeah. I would tell people, like, social media, what would Jesus look like? Well, he couldn't have had a Twitter account, but I don't think he would have just started trying to, like, hashtag Pharisees suck, you know? <laughs> hashtag pilot, I hate you. You know, I was like, like right? I not just don't my think priest. He, yeah, not my priest. <laughs> hashtag not my priest, yeah. I mean, I just don't think he'd have done it because of the, the way we see the relational mo he put, having meals with people doing that. So yeah. I'm going to suggest people steer clear of that. I, you'll be hard-pressed to find me respond, mention, tag, like, anything when I see political conversations out there. Yeah. And I probably agree with every other one of them. Yeah, right? absolutely. But I, I just don't do it because... I, mean, I, I see people are like, man, I don't hang out with so-and-so anymore. It's like, why not? Man, he was blowing me up on Facebook, man, and I'm just so ticked off at him right now. It's like... Oh man, don't lose relationship yeah, over Facebook posts. Yeah. So you know, let's let's keep Facebook what it was supposed to be. It was a fun way to stay connected. And everything. It's not that is such a, an anonymous bad way to argue. Yeah. And then you get people who are friends of friends of friends just jamming in and putting links to real creepy weird stuff. And <laughs> here's proof that you know proof that the you know stock market's declining because so and so was elected. I mean, whatever. Too much, oh yeah. my gosh. Well, I'm amazed that. at how many um, how many Christians have lost in my mind. I'm like, dude. I've had conversations with guys where I'm like, bro, you're losing your witness. Like everything about you is like being lost in the way you're talking. And if you're full of the spirit, like there should be gentleness and kindness and love and peace in your heart. And not when just not yet believers are watching. Yeah. Like this is all of life. Let's love each other this way. Yeah. I mean, like, please be careful. So be careful. What would you, what would you say quickly? Cause we've, we've really got to wrap up, but what practical tips would you have for people that are really struggling? Is, is the answer to delete Facebook? Is it to throw your TV out the window? Is it to... Go protest every time you can. Is it to to scream at politicians? What what do we do? Yeah, the Bible says take every thought captive, right? And I, I've had times in my life where I've had to take my thoughts captive by eliminating certain input, hmm. certain input, you know? Like I can remember years ago, and I still struggle with this, okay? You can ask my family, but, uh, you know, uh, just have, feeling, God, I have a really critical spirit. You know, like I notice everything. I can't not. That's the way God wired me. But I don't have to be jerky and weird about it, you know. Sure. But I felt like, gosh, I'm really critical. And people would say, God, you're so critical. But then I was watching certain types of TV shows where it was just every episode, they're just sniping each other. And it's just, oh, my gosh, it's so degrading. And who could chew the other guy down? They're really fast wit. Hmm. And it was sharpening me in the wrong wow. way. Hey, So for, for years... I won't say what show it is because like it's a very <laughs> beloved show. Yeah, but I know I watch it because I actually got gave me freedom to again. But for years, it's like don't watch that show and tell me. And I'm praying, Lord, I don't want to have a critical spirit. Take that from me, you know. Like I don't want to have bad political discussions. And gosh, man, me and my dad blew up at each other. Like yeah. you know. Well, then you know what? Don't feed that. Hmm. So if if for a season we need to believe that God has appointed all authority yep. in politics, right? And he's sovereign and the whole world's in his hand and he's got it even without our help for a day or two or a month or a season. We might need to say, you know what? I'm not watching any political news. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to unsubscribe from that feed or yeah. that post or that RSS feed or that magazine even. It just stirs me up and I'm listening to that talk show host and mm-hmm. it just rip, you know, it's feeding the wrong side of me. If it's not feeding the fruits of the spirit, you know, gentleness and love yeah. and patience and all that, 
I'd cut it. S- cut it. Yep. It's okay. I'm not, I'm not trying to be legalistic and weird and say cut it off forever. That's it. Don't watch TV or listen to the news. I'm saying until you're, can, you get a handle on it, yep. until you get liberty and the Spirit gives you grace for those things to be able to hear it and process it and not jump on everybody, it might just be, you know, cut out the the eye that, that offends mm. type of thing. You know? Dude, that is so good and so helpful. And I... Uh, one of my favorite parts of the show constantly is the big three because I love being able to take something away from this. And uh, I hope so. And we're going to give away a couple things right now. It's the big three for this week. And if you want this, you can go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 107. Caesar, what are today's big takeaways? Okay. And yeah, I'd love to send that to folks. It's all written down. So if you're you know, not able to write it down, I got it for you. Uh, first one, I'd say uh, the big three. Remember that God alone is sovereign. Okay. Mm. Just remember that. And he rules our country and its leaders. And here's the big thing. He already knows the future that he has laid out for us for his greatest glory and our ultimate good. Yeah. So even if you're looking at like a government right now, you're not happy with everything. You know, you're looking at politicians. Remember, God is sovereign and he's working out something for his greatest glory. He's going to look amazing when yeah. it's all done. And it's for our ultimate good. Scripture teaches that, right? Romans eight twenty eight. Second of the big three. Work hard to be a peacemaker. So you might be like, I'm not. I'm going to try not to get involved in political conversations, but you're going to be up against them anyway. They're going to be going on around you. Sure. Work hard to be a peacemaker, right? Again, seek to ask more questions. Help others to understand the other person. Hmm. Like if you have to calm it down and say, hey, maybe, you know, on Facebook, this isn't a great medium. Let's take this offline, you know, whatever. Work hard to be the peacemaker, right? Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. And so abstaining might be a part of it, how about even be the peacemaker, both in how you respond to others, but even maybe being sort of, you know, the balm, the oil that helps others like cool it, be a little more, you know, generous with one another, a little more gentle. Yeah. Number three, kind of mentioned this earlier. Proverbs says that a word in season is like apples of gold set in a setting of silver. <laughs> wow. So if you can't have a conversation about politics without losing it, then now's not a good time to have it. Hmm. Right. That 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 proverb is all about. A word in season. It means that there's times to talk about things. It doesn't say never yeah. talk politics or never talk about this problem in your life. But it says that in season, it's like apples of gold. So mm. outside of that timing, not good. If you can't have a conversation right now without blowing up, freaking out, you know, getting your heat up, now is not the good time to have it. You've got some heart work yeah. that you need to do first. And that's okay. There again, God's going to run the world. Mm. I got it. That's Caesar. I don't need your help. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to run the whole world tomorrow without your help. It's going to be good. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, but I got it. Yeah. I got it. So if you can't have a good conversation, maybe now is the time. So you And can, that's actually freeing, man. You can lose your mind, but you don't have to. God yeah. says, I got it. Right? It's part of sanctification, dude. It's, it's this yeah. onwardness of life. This has been really great. And we've gone a little bit long today, but I think the content is really, really cool. And uh, we're going to give you the big three for this week. Um, again, all you have to do to get that is to go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 107. We're going to get those to you right away. Okay. And, and also, I just want to ask our you know listeners, this would be a blessing to us. If they could, you know, like, you know if you're you know running or you can't do it right now, I get it. But would you would you head over to iTunes and, and do three things for us? Would you subscribe rate the show and you know write up a short review just even a few words that would really bless us and what happens is then 
you know, iTunes notices that and then it lets other people know. And so we, we want Life School to be a blessing to more and more people yeah. as Heath and I, you know, do this and give this away every week. So that's how you can help us be a blessing. And like you said, we like reading those comments because we're sitting oh. here recording and it's, yeah. it's super nice to hear that we're actually... feedback. Yeah. yeah. Or you Before can leave us feedback on the site. If you're listening to this on our site, you can leave comments there as well. We love to continue the conversation with you. Yeah. Great stuff. We hope to see you next week on the Life School Podcast. We're going to talk about how to plan and have the best date night with your husband or wife ever. We'll see you there, hopefully. If you want more information about this podcast, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.